0: I want to welcome you to another edition of Daily in the Word. I am Rich Chassie, your host and teacher. Today we'll be reading about the denials of Peter and the trial of Jesus. When we left off last time, we saw Jesus being arrested in the garden on the Mount of Olives, and all of his disciples at that point had abandoned him. But now Simon Peter and another disciple—we'll talk about who that is in a moment—want to kind of keep up with Jesus and see what's happening to him. So they begin to follow where Jesus is at, where the crowd goes, to where the high priest Annas and then the other high priest Caiaphas will try Jesus in a mock trial, if you will, in a legal trial overnight. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's go ahead and read beginning in verse 15, and we're going to read through verse 27. Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus. Because this disciple was known to the high priest, he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard, but Peter had to wait outside at the door. The other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back, spoke to the servant girl on duty there, and brought Peter in. "'You aren't one of this man's disciples, too, are you?' she asked Peter. He replied, "'I am not.' It was cold, and the servants and officials stood around a fire they had made to keep warm. Peter also was standing with them, warming himself. Meanwhile, the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. "'I have spoken openly to the world,' Jesus replied. "'I always taught in synagogues or at the temple.' where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who heard me. Surely they know what I said. When Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby slapped him in the face. Is this the way you answer the high priest, he demanded? If I said something wrong, Jesus replied, testify as to what is wrong. But if I spoke the truth, why did you strike me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Meanwhile, Simon Peter was still standing there warming himself, so they asked him, You aren't one of his disciples, too, are you? He denied it, saying, I am not. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him, Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Again, Peter denied it, and at that moment, a rooster began to crow. Again, we had just seen where the disciples had abandoned Jesus after he was arrested, and now Simon Peter and another disciple. And many people, including myself, believe that this is the apostle John. John doesn't name himself in his own gospel, and yet there are some clues here that lets us know that John is the one who he is referencing here with the other disciple, He has some sort of relationship, or at least is known by the high priest, so that allows him to get into the courtyard. And then in verse 18, it talks about how it was cold, and the servants and officials stood around a fire that they had made to keep warm, and Peter was there warming himself. It seems as if this other disciple is an eyewitness, and John, as he is writing this, is that eyewitness. So it's Peter and John who, in a sneaky way, kind of follow the crowd. They had had abandoned Jesus, and yet they stood and watched at a distance. And now that Jesus has been brought to the residence of the high priest, and they're at the courtyard there, they want to see what's happening to Jesus. And of course, the first time that Peter denies Jesus, it's a servant girl This is probably a middle school, high school age girl who is there at the gate and asks him, You aren't one of this man's disciples, too, are you? And Peter denies it. Again, Jesus knowing that this was going to happen in advance, and here is Peter falling into this. Meanwhile, verse 19, the scene shifts and We're back inside where the high priest—now this is Annas, who is not the official high priest, at least the one that's appointed by Rome, but he is kind of the man behind the scenes calling the shots. So that even if the the Romans promoted his sons or his son-in-law to be the high priest, he's still behind the scenes really calling the shots. And so he's the first one to have a crack at Jesus, if you will. The high priest is questioning him about his disciples and about his teaching. And Jesus just makes an observation here, a very clear and simple observation. They're, they're fishing. They don't even know how to accuse Jesus or what to accuse him of. And so Jesus says, "Listen, I have spoken openly to the world in synagogues or at the temple where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. There's, this was no secret cult. This this was no seek there was no secret agenda to all of this." Jesus said, "Why question me? Ask those who heard me." Jesus is simply asking for witnesses. And again, that's another part, another aspect of how this is illegal. They're not even allowing him witnesses because the witnesses would surely exonerate Jesus in terms of what he was teaching. It wasn't secret. There wasn't one message for his disciples and another message for other people. Again, we see the one of the officials for Annas slaps Jesus in the face for no reason. That was another illegality to abuse someone who was not convicted of any crime. Is this the way you answer the high priest, he demanded? And Jesus said, if I said something wrong, testify as to what is wrong. But if I spoke the truth, why do you strike me? Jesus didn't really address the method or the manner in which he spoke to Annas. He simply said, What about my testimony? Everything I said was true, and yet you have nothing to say against it. Annas just concludes this was pointless to go on, so he sends him back to Caiaphas for the official pronouncement of his guilt. Yet they still had one more place. They still had to go to the Roman governor to get the official conviction and sentencing. And then in verse 25, we see the remainder of Peter's denials. Simon Peter was still standing there warming himself, and two other people asked him, you aren't one of his disciples too? And again, he denies it. And after the third time he denies it, the rooster begins to crow. And that's a sad way to end our portion of Scripture. But alas, that is where we are at. So, Lord, we thank you again for your word. We find ourselves being disappointed in Peter in what he had done by denying you three times, and yet we have to ask ourselves, have there been times where we hid our faith, we hid our relationship with you, we didn't want others to know that yes, I am a believer in Jesus Christ, would we have would we have in Peter's shoes done any differently, Lord? In the end, when we examine our own lives, it's difficult for us to be hard on Peter, and yet your forgiveness is so real and so genuine, Lord. I thank you that you were willing to go through all of these mock trials and everything that you were accused of and falsely accused of and not really even accused of anything. They just had this agenda to put you to death, and you willingly went through with it. Thank you for that, Lord, because it wasn't about the mock trial. It wasn't about those accusing you. It was about you paying the penalty for our sin And again, Lord, we are so grateful. We thank you. Because without that, without you, we have no hope. Lord, we love you. We praise you. And we ask all of it now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for listening here today on Daily in the Word. I pray that you join us again next time as we finish out John chapter 18 and continue on in what is the passion of Christ, these final moments before he finally goes to the cross and pays the penalty for our sin. Look forward to seeing you next time here on Daily in the Word. And in the meantime, have a great day.